Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Apple Podcasts, Podcast One, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. I'm honestly thinking that I need to get into a relationship or something because that's what pulls the views. That's what pulls people's interest. Yeah, why would you want to do that? I mean, look at Dan Bazarian. You know, he's living a lavish life that people care about, and he's surrounded by girlfriends. That's true. I mean, look. Okay, if, I don't know if you guys even know who Dan Bozarian is, but he is literally like a legend of our time. He's living every male's dream. Mm-hmm. L- literally, like he's a multimillionaire. He's surrounded by women. He's he's flying private jets to different places. He's spending ridiculous money. He drives the nicest cars, has the nicest house. But how did he get all this? That's my question. There's a lot of conspiracy around this. Yeah, a, a lot. Ton. Okay, so should we jump into him a little bit? I'm, I guess, I, I guess. Yeah. I mean, we might as well. So allegedly, yeah, so his dad was was what what he he was a he got in trouble for money laundering. Okay, so his dad was money laundering uh, allegedly money laundering. Yeah, and um, basically he owed the government sixty four million dollars, and he didn't actually end up paying that. He ended up serving thirteen months in prison, and I think paying around three million to the government, which he still denies that he is innocent about it. Right, you know, he, but 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 like, where did the rest of the money go? I don't know. Supposedly, he set up like some trust funds for his kids, Dan and Adam, and yeah, I mean, Dan probably got some dirty money. Well, so but, that that would explain why he plays poker, right? Allegedly speaking. Yeah, I mean, I guess you can just clean money in poker because supposedly he's not really good at playing poker. Right, but he's supposedly a pro at poker. So I don't, I don't know because the only research that I found of him actually playing in in like a main event is in 2009 where he placed 180th in the World Series poker main event. So how does a man with a $200 million net worth place 180th if he's a professional poker player, allegedly speaking, of course? He's not very good. I don't, I don't know, but also in 2019, you know, uh, Ignite, the company that Dan owns, which is also publicly traded on the Canadian stock market instead of the U.S. stock market because allegedly his father can't own public stocks in a company in the United States anymore because of what happened in the past. So, I mean, like things add up. You know, and also that company lost about thirty million dollars in two thousand nineteen. How? Well, I mean, allegedly speaking, I'm not I'm not a CPA or anything, but someone got fired from his company who was the VP and actually exposed all this that he was spending money on yachts and paintball fields and Star Wars collectibles. I mean, all stuff that I would probably do too. But <laughs> it's it, he was doing it on the company card. So basically, another news came out, a news story came out that said that he was uh someone was paying off of his credit card bills and this house that he owned, which is a 60 million dollar house in Bel Air, wasn't actually an owned house. It's a rented house that he's paying $200,000 a month for allegedly. And uh it's all coming out of the company account. So the company is just a giant loss. And you'd think it was doing great looking at, like, social media stats because I see it everywhere. I see all these Ignite girls, and I see everyone talking about Ignite. But, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that happens behind the scenes. Allegedly, of course. You said allegedly a lot. I'm not trying to get sued. (laughs) So with that being said, we are going to bring on Dan Bilzerian's ex-girlfriend and, I think, a former... Ignite girl onto the podcast. Let's bring on the lovely pink haired Miss Leslie Hannah Golden. Oh, that is me. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. We actually have a funny story on how we first know each other. <laughs> I was thinking about this on the way here. I was waiting for this one. <laughs> so, um, 
Should we talk about how we how we? Oh yeah, I'm, okay. I'm excited for so, that part of the conversation. So how it starts, guys, is um, first off, I saw a picture that Mr. Dan Bilzerian posted up on his Instagram. It was a bunch of girls, like always, you know, you know the vibe of Dan's page. Um, and there was Leslie was one of them, and like all the comments were like, "Yo, who's that blonde girl?" And I even was like, "Who's the blonde girl?" <laughs> that was my comment. Like, which, what's the it blonde was, girl's like, at? The top comment on the post. Yeah, yeah. And I, I was like, I, I everyone oh, was commenting about the blonde girl, and I even did because we were all curious like because dan doesn't tag really the girls right yeah so no one knew anyways um leslie ended up messaging me on instagram saying like i'm blonde girl and i was like oh sick this is working out really well for me right now (laughs) and um anyways fast forward um what it was later that night she was like driving down (laughs) oh my god uh you were i think you were in texas at at the time were you oh yeah yeah y'all were at warp tour and i sent brennan a topless picture of me eating an in and out burger while driving and yeah, like, also while driving. A, no, it wasn't a picture. I think it was a it video. Was, I think it was literally like seatbelt on, titty out, burger in hand, hand on the wheel. Where was the other hand taking the picture? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Maybe there was a knee on the wheel, but yeah, because I, I don't like, think you had any hands on the wheel. It was definitely something in this motion. I was like, wow, <laughs> and she's talented. Yes. She does it all. <laughs> <laughs> and then we didn't meet for like three years until yeah. I ran. <laughs> Then I ran into you, like, with my boyfriend, and I was like... At, like, a party or something mm. at the time. I was like, that's the dude I sent a topless per- a, like, picture <laughs> Did you tell to him? In and out. Uh, yeah, I mean, we were in an open relationship, so it was fine. Oh, so you do open relationships. That's It started with Dan. Um, I will say that. It was fun. Um, I'm not 100% into that as much anymore, but younger me was definitely like, this is fun. Why just date one person when you can date them all? So yeah. I didn't want to limit myself. I didn't want to limit my experiences, so I was like, yeah, sure, whatever, I'm going to give this a shot, so started with Dan. Well, let, let's get into that. How do you, How does one go get into dating Dan Bilzerian? Dan, <laughs> I didn't even know Dan Bilzerian dates girls. So it was actually an accident. Um, I did not message him first. It was from my account, but it was my guy friends that were in the military in Korea messaging him, pretending what? to be me. They were like, say like... Hey, Daddy. And so I was, like, sending him his own pictures, and I was like, mm, Daddy. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't think he would actually answer me back, and then he did, and I was like, I don't know what to do. He was like, come to my party this Friday, and I was like, okay. So at the time, I was working in a strip club, and I call up one of the guys. He's my friend, was not a sugar daddy, but I knew he had money. I was like, dude, I got to go to this party. Can you please help me get a plane ticket? So he buys my flight there. I end up paying him back later on, but... I go out there literally round trip. Like, I'm going in on that Friday morning, partying and leaving the next morning. That was the plan. Um, And so, yeah, I go there. I didn't really talk to Dan at the party. I was like, if y'all know Dan, anybody that's watched Dan, you can see that he's, like, kind of more reserved, a little quieter. And, of course, the day of an Ignite party and this being the first Ignite party, I had nothing to go off of to be like, oh, like, this man is super busy. Like, I would, like, just do weird shit across the room. I'd be like, eh. I don't know what to do. And he would just kind of look at me and be like, yeah. Um, I'd never been around a famous person before, so I was extremely nervous. Um, that's where I was always called Hannah or Hannibal in Texas. Oh. And he only knew me from Instagram, so he started introducing me as Leslie. And that's where everybody started calling me Leslie. And it's like, I didn't want to correct him. Like, yeah. who am I to correct Dan Bilzerian? <laughs> Dang, yeah, being just true. a little stripper from Texas, you know? So yeah. I was just like, 
from my memory, isn't this party the party that you did like a keg stand on? <laughs> it wasn't a keg stand. I just got topless the whole time. Oh, okay. I my, figured my I was never going to get invited back ever again. I'm thinking like this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. I mean, I'm there with Justin Bieber, Chris Brown. Like every wow. famous person in LA was like there minus the Kardashians. And <laughs> it was absolutely insane. My mind was blown. I didn't know what to do. I was like, I'll just drop my top. I'm like there by myself. They're recording things. And, and you just titties I just, out the whole time. Just, I, di- I had no other talents at the time. So <laughs> I didn't. It was just the go-to. I mean, I worked in a topless strip club for like three years before this. So that's I was like, okay, this is all I know what to do. Um, I was doing headstands on the side of the um, of the hot tub. Like twerking, that wow. was another party trick. I was just pulling out all the party tricks all gotta night do, long. Gotta do. And then that's whenever I blew up. Like I get off the plane in Austin, had no idea that they already like made this video and posted it and tagged me. And then the comment section was blowing up yeah. about me because he like made this whole video about me and then that picture. And so I'm like, does this man like me? He said like two words to me, but like that first night he wasn't talking to me, but he. He liked me because I ended up getting into a fight with this girl while I was really drunk. And I texted him and I was like, they're kicking me out. What do I do? And he was just like, for what? And I was like, I got into a fight. And he thought it was hilarious. Pulls me back in. I was supposed to leave the next morning. He kept me there the whole weekend. Wow. And I was like, okay. And then shortly after that, he was just flying me out all the time. And then all of a sudden we were dating. So, Wait, so like it actually was like official date. Like he asked you to be his girlfriend. No, just, no. Like, like, I just felt like I was claimed at some point, maybe. So, so where I was like, okay, I guess he, I guess I'm his. So to you, you guys were dating, but maybe to him, you guys weren't. No, Is no, that a I think no, no. We've talked about okay. it and stuff. It just we never had like an official asking out, and we never had an official breakup. It was just oh, like so you're we, still dating Dan Bazarian. We have Dan Bazarian's girlfriend on today, guys. Technically, <laughs> yeah, he never dumped me, so he stuck with me. Wow. Um, we just kind of separated at one point, just because the lifestyle was really hard for me. I went from stripper and like making my own rules to uh-huh. being like around these like I didn't know that I was like hot. Like I like felt like it. Like yeah. I'm kind of hot. But these girls I was being around were all from L.A. They mm-hmm. all had, like, their nails done all the time, no tattoos. They all had hair extensions and, like, changed their outfit, like, eight times a day while we are there. Really? And, like, just all these expensive bags and shoes. And I had never been around anything like that. So it was it was just, like, a really hard lifestyle to keep up with, both, like, physically and mentally. It was, like, a full-time job for me. That's so. crazy. How many girlfriends at one time does Dan usually have? There's typically only, like, one main girl at a time. I think the only time I've seen there be more than one main girl is whenever he dated Katie Bell and Hannah Palmer at the same time. Mm. And those were, like, his main little Barbies that he had. But whenever he was with me, of course, there were, like, other girls around that maybe um, he would hook up with. And that's where the whole open relationship thing was. Were you allowed to hook up with other people, too? Or was it just him? I mean, I did it. He would give me shit about it. Because uh. I lived in San Antonio. I love little Mexican boys. So <laughs> he would just be like... Hey, what's up, Leslie? Hey. Como <laughs> but he would give me shit about it. He'd be like, ah, oh, you're out there fucking all these little Mexican boys. And I'm like, you have all this. Yeah, yeah. Why are you mad at me? Oh my. Why are you mad at me? <laughs> That's funny. But I mean, mm-hmm. for the most part, I stayed with him for like almost three months straight. Wow. where we were just going and traveling. Like, I would get calls. One time I was in the strip club, and he was like, we're going to Armenia. And I was like, I'm literally standing here at work. 
Like, you know, like yeah. I got to do this. And he was like, no, no, like I'm going to fly you out. Like we're, we're going to go on this trip. Well, I'm thinking we're just going to go to like Armenia and come back. No, like he puts me on a private jet from Austin to Vegas because it was the only flight going to Vegas that I could get on in that amount of time. So he flies me by myself in a private jet to him. And then we get on another private jet of his own and then fly to Armenia. We're there for a couple of days. I guess this could be one of our scares is that while we were in Armenia, we went and shot guns and stuff with uh-huh. the Armenian military um, because Dan is Armenian and mm-hmm. he wanted to run for president, which is why we went. Um, but oh. you you can't unless you uh, live there for five years. So I don't know. They gave him citizenship. So wow. that was cool. They they showed us around for a bit. But whenever we went and shot with the Armenian military, it pissed off the Russians. And so the Russians were actually trying to arrest all of us. Oh and so God. we had to leave early. So that was <laughs> crazy. We were all over the, like, for that part of the world, I don't know where it's at. I'm not going to geography. <laughs> that part of the world, like Turkey and Russia and all that, yeah. we were all over the news. Oh, my wow. God. Just for, just being out there and just, guns. I guess it was just because we were, like, supporting their military um. by being there. And so they were like, fuck it, we're going to arrest you. <laughs> oh, man. So we left and we went to Thailand. And then we had, like, that was the first Ignite Thailand trip. Um, so that was fun. And then that's whenever I first met Hannah Palmer. She came around and I didn't know about Katie Bell either. And we went to Hawaii right after Thailand and that's where Hannah Palmer came around for the first time. And then all of a sudden him and Katie and them started dating. I kind of like was starting to fade out from that point after the Thailand trip and the Hawaii trip, because again, we're filming with these girls all have these banging bodies. Most of them have BBL, so that it's not my fault. Um, I'm completely natural, so I can't blame myself there. But it was just hard to keep up with, and so I started, like, separating myself, and then that's whenever they started dating, about, I'd say, like, two months afterwards. Is there, like, like a ton of girls just, like, constantly, like, trying to be the girl? It's honestly, yeah. Sometimes, like, I'll say the first trip that I had with Dan, where it was, like, the first time that we hooked up and the first time that we were kind of, like, feeling each other um it felt like summer camp we were all having the best time we were like begging dan we're like please don't send us home we love you (laughs) like we all love each other so much um and they were like random girls from canada and from like london and so it's like it literally felt like summer camp um it's literally like a teenage boy's dream it was so much fun but there is like every once in a while there would always be like some girl that would kind of compete and there was one girl that i was actually kind of competing with at that time because he wanted my attention and she wanted, his like, attention. his attention. And her and I are friends now. But at that time, I just remember it was, like, my first real trip with Dan. And we were in Vegas. And I just remember her calling me, like, trailer trash. And I was like, you're not wrong, but why are you being rude about it? <laughs> like, I agree, but, like, I'm so nice. <laughs> and I like girls, so, like, just be a part of it, you know? <laughs> and now, like, it's crazy because her and I are friends. But it's just, like, there's... Some competition every once in a while. Um, I know that Dan stated some girls that are rather aggressive, that um, it was like a known thing. I don't want to say names, but it was like a girl that if she was around, the other girls would be like scared to even talk to him. So there's there's like a crazy one every once in a while, but Dan likes crazy girls. Interesting. Did you do social media before this? No. I met Dan with like 6,000 followers. Yeah. Um, What are you at now? Like 470,000. Okay, so that's to put it into perspective. It was up higher, and then I dyed my hair natural, and everyone was like, ah, oh, f*** you. We're leaving <laughs> you. 
They did. They exited. Really? And then I had to dye my hair again. So they're coming back. So yeah, you're sure. always. I've always really kind of known you with colored hair. Always. Yeah, yeah, it does better for me. I'm coming out with my own hair color line soon. Nice. So. That's awesome. That's what I, I'm like, yeah, I gotta do my. I just gotta be the colored hair bitch. Yeah. So they I, don't like anything else. They don't like whenever I have like thoughts and opinions. I mean, I feel like so. there's not very hot girls with colored hair. That's so true. So you just gotta take the lane. I think I all mean, girls are hot. That's a fact. Have you seen women? I love when women. Just, just be women. women you know? <laughs> um, but I just to go back, um, what was going through my mind, I didn't know what to think of it. I didn't come from that. I didn't come from money. I come from a very big family. Um, my parents were divorced, remarried. We did foster care, adopted, so, like, a lot of kids. And I'm just, like, middle child, um, you know. And I was still that kid that, like, I still did pageants and stuff like that. Even I thought that was fancy. I was a college cheerleader before Stuff like that, it, but, like, just small-town East Texas girls. Yeah. So this was, like, absolutely unheard of where I'm from. And so, like, I'm a celebrity whenever I go. Oh, for real? <laughs> yeah, like, straight up, people crowd me and, like, no take way. pictures of me. And sh- it's crazy. Did- like, I get in trouble if I, like, my, my friend's parents are like, you can't go out without security because, like, I've had a guy try to fight me. No way. Wow. Yeah, wow. like, he straight up, like, was shoving He's me. like, Dan is mine. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> I don't know. I think he just, like, brings out the Neanderthal in men sometimes yeah. where they're like, ah, oh, just want to abuse women. I love them so much, oh, you know? Man. Not him, but... <laughs> That's not good to say. The random Texas men that are portraying that were, um, you know, people think that Dan, like, mistreats the girls or that he pays them to be there. And that's just not not it. No. Because I heard, like, all these girls have, like, model contracts. They have model contracts where they get paid for the content that they post for Ignite, just like a regular brand Right, and they're not going to get content unless they're hanging out with Dan and being there at the house. And that's the thing. The only time that they get paid is for the work that they do with Ignite. Right. They're not like, it's not like Dan's being creepy and being like, hey, baby, come stay with me. I'll give you $5,000. No, yeah. You don't have to do any work. It's not like that. It's just like, hey, if you want to come out, you can work for Ignite. Like, um, you know, we're going to, we do photo shoots while we're there. We make content. We take videos. Right. Um, but isn't it assumed that, you know, like maybe if I, if, if, oh, if I play my cards right with Dan, I might get, you know, more money or I might get a better contract. I'm or sure I- there's girls that think like that, but... I mean, I guess everybody has their own motives. Mine, personally, I liked him. There was, like, whenever I first met him, I was very intimidated, but we're both from the South. We both have, like, a lot in common. We like shooting guns, and, like, we like off-roading and stuff like that. And we both like women, so it was just, (laughs) like, working out. I mean, we're just better off as friends. We're more buds than anything. But there are definitely girls that... I've seen girls come up to him in the club while we're in Vegas and be like, I want to suck your dick right now. No way. Like, obsessed with him. And it's it's either a power thing or the fact that he's an older man or the fact that he has facial hair or the fact that he's got a lot of money. Like, there's there's a multitude of reasons why women throw themselves at him. But I've legit seen women throw themselves at him. So he has no reason to be like, okay, I have to pay this girl to come right. around because there's plenty of women that will be there for free. Right. So Yo, on the topic of facial hair, have you seen Dan Bazarian without a beard? I Googled it a couple weeks ago. <laughs> it's terrifying. <laughs> Love him to death, but he should always keep the beard. Yeah. Yeah. And it's very – it's a strong beard, so he can you – know, You know, I actually got invited to go to Dan's party one time, um, like a couple – like a year ago, and uh-huh. by him, right? So it was like I made this funny little story, you know, that was just like, oh, f- I don't even remember what it was. But it was like basically like something like, oh, like everyone's going to – like, oh, I'm going to have to let my girlfriend go – it was not even have a girlfriend. <laughs> I, I can't let my girlfriend go to Dan's party or like something like that. I don't know. It was something stupid. Anyways, anyways, he hits me up on my DMs. He's like, come through. And I was like, oh, f- 
like I have to, but I couldn't, you know, I couldn't be like the guy because I never talked to him in my life after that. Yeah. It was just I was making a funny story and he saw it, and um, he, I couldn't be like the guy that can be like, can I have a plus one? You know, because I couldn't, I can't ask Dan for a plus one, especially to bring like another guy to his party. I ask all the time. I'm like, <laughs> hey. Yeah, I didn't want to because I didn't know him. You dated him, so it was a little different. You know? <laughs> I still never get the plus one. <laughs> I had to pull up to his party alone, like, knowing no one. And it was a lingerie party, so, like, we're in line, and it's freezing, by the way. It's cold. Yeah. And, and like, the, some security guard comes down and goes, you're not coming in if you're wearing lingerie, like, to the girls. And, like, the girls are literally taking off their dresses, putting them in their purses because some girls just pulled up in, like, regular dresses. And, like, literally, like, it was a girl, like, too, like, head of <laughs> HR or something that was, like, kicking people out unless they were in lingerie. And I was like, damn, this is, like, hardcore. Like, these girls really oh, want to go to oh, this party. Oh, it's more than, like, a festival. Yeah. It's straight up an, it's an event. It's, it's an it's experience. An event. It was crazy. Everything that I seen, that all the famous people just walking around, just chilling, like, it, like, it validates your story earlier about seeing Justin Bieber. So I think I was just chilling with MGK at one point. Yeah, I played tennis with Chris Brown. <laughs> like what? That, that's an experience. I wasn't even good at it. I was like, I've never in my life thought about picking up a tennis racket until this very moment. Wow. I'm like, I'll do this. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, those parties are absolutely insane. There was a point where I stopped going to them because they got so crowded. Yeah. They weren't limiting the people that were coming in, and it's so shoulder to shoulder in there. Even though it's a massive fucking house, especially whenever Dan walks around, you gotta expect forty people oh, to be yeah. crowding him. He moves as like a vessel. He's That's a crazy. unit. He moves like this with yeah. all these people at all times. So if you're just, you can just be chilling there. They have like a whole sushi bar. I'll be sitting there getting sushi, and then all of a sudden, like forty people, like a wave of people will come by and just knock me over. So, like, the Halloween parties and stuff like that are, in my opinion, the worst because of all the costumes. Right. I wore angel wings in there one time. Oh, bad and idea. And it was bad just, idea. like, my wings were, like, getting ripped off, and oh, I was just, man. like, getting stuck in the crowd of people. It was just too much. And the amount I, of people that are waiting outside that can't even get into the party is that is bigger than the amount of people that are in the party. It's crazy. Well, like. I, People show up and try to bribe their exactly, way in. Exactly. They're like, they have no invite, no rights to the party, especially like dudes. It's so hard to get guys oh, in. Oh my God. I even had a best friend that was lying to girls because he was my friend and was saying that he's been to Ignite parties and that, oh, I'm going to show your pictures to Dan, blah, blah, blah. Like, you should come over tonight no. or something oh, like that. Wow. Yeah. So I just found that out like a couple months and ago. She sent me all the screenshots. I just never replied to him again and he. He called me on another number one time on FaceTime, and I answered it, and I was getting my hair done. All I said was, like, I know what you did. Oh, and, like, God. so that's been, like, a hard thing in my life is the fact that people use the fact that I dated Dan, even though it was 2018, they still use that to, like, get with women and stuff. That's crazy. Damn. Yeah, people are, like, real weird. They get real weird around him. They get to those houses, and they don't know how to act. Yeah. So those parties get really crazy. Just like my first party, like... I got in a fight because some girls threw vodka in my eyes, and then I was staying in a room with another girl, and while I was washing it out, uh, French Montana came in with a girl <laughs> and his bodyguard and was like, hey, get out. We're going to have sex in here. <laughs> he didn't say it. What are we going to do? They're like, get out. We well, got to And I was cr- like, let me finish patting my face. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure I just watched a girl go into the closet, and I go in there and look, and this girl's put on an entire outfit that's not hers and is wheeling my roommate's suitcase no out way. of the room. Oh, wow. Well, I guess all the vodka, like, eye stuff, all the, like, alcohol that entered through my eyes was hitting me very intensely, and I was just, like, raging. It's like, <laughs> I'm a stripper. I work so hard for my things. You're not even stealing my stuff, but I'm mad. <laughs> that's so crazy. I actually, uh, when I was there... I- 
like they have security. I don't know. I mean, I, maybe I was. At They've the gotten a lot. I was, yeah, in the peasant bathrooms because they would not let. To, I, I wasn't trying to, but I was watching other people try to bring in other people into the bathroom, and like oh, the security yeah, was no. like, "Nope, not happening, not happening." Well, one person in yeah. the bathroom. So the bathroom lines are the absolute worst. Like oh, to the point God. that I don't drink at those parties anymore because, like, I'll start directing the bathroom line. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm too bossy. I'll get in there. I'll be like. Ladies, get in there and then get out. Like, care about each other. Nobody cares if you do coke here. You're at Dambelzarian's house. Just do it out there. Like, you know? Yeah, and, they, and I remember they were passing out condoms with the Ignite logo on it. I was like, damn. I have a couple at the house. We've never used them. I don't know if I trust them. I know. I was like, this is I'm like, they're sketch. probably cheap, but, like, it's cool. It's cool. I, a, lot I, of ma- a lot of babies will be made through these Ignite yeah, condoms. Yeah, definitely. And, and, like, at those parties, too. Yeah. yeah. So. I want to talk about being openly bi. Like, yeah. from a guy's perspective, like, it's all, oh, yeah, she's bi. That's cool. But I, I, you've told me some stories of, like, it sucks. the bad. <laughs> I mean, it's so fun. I am a very, like, I guess if you go by the textbook definition, I'm pansexual. I'm a very much, like, I don't care what you have downstairs. As long as you're hot up here, it doesn't matter. You can be, a, like, a femme boy or, like, an androgynous woman. I don't care. If you're hot, you're hot, and that's just kind of it for me. Mm-hmm. The back end of things is probably the fact that as soon as a man hears that I'm bi, he automatically thinks hot lesbian sex. Yeah, and is automatically like, so you scissor? Oh, so you have threesomes? So that means I'm going to get a threesome. I'm like, no, no, no. You're not in charge here, and that that's not how it works. Because mm-hmm. I don't even sexualize women as much as, like, the men that come around me and, like – tried to push me to do yeah like i have men that send me women all day long in my dms like just hoping that i'll fuck them really? like just like look at this one look at this one like just hoping i'm gonna be like you know what i'm gonna have sex with that one and send you a video <laughs> <laughs> it was okay that i was bi for the past few years as long as i only dated men and i recently came out with dating a girl like six months ago and i posted her and as soon as i posted her it was for a brand deal it was a gummy vitamin thing, and she hugged me from behind, and that was it. And that is probably, like, I would say around the third time I've ever gotten, like, super crazy, horrible comments. You got I guess hate the, from that? So much hate. Like, wow. um, rape threats, death threats from religious people. Um, just men basically saying that they're going to f*** me straight. Oh, my God. And just calling her the ugliest things. And in my opinion, she was a very beautiful girl. Like, Mm -hmm. she was like a Ruby Rose lesbian is what I call her. Like, because she was very androgynous but had a very pretty face. Um, And people were just like, oh, give the dyke a tool belt and she'll look even more like a 15-year-old boy that she wants to be, you know? so messed up. Like, mean like Like, angry that I chose to date a woman that isn't in a dress, you know? Like, I get the thing all the time, like, if you're going to date a dyke, you might as well just date a boy. And I'm like, that's not the point. The point is that I don't give a fuck and that this person is doing it for me right now. So why does it matter, you know? But um, I just feel like if, like, the men at, like, 45 and above, like, after they die, it might be a little easier. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like it'll be, like, because we're getting to that, like, woke generation. Right. Where they're, like, yeah, almost yeah, a yeah. little too woke. But, oh, like, sure. oh, it no went, they'll sizzle out once their hormones settle down, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, like, those TikTok kids are really on it. And people can say what they want about TikTok boys, like, doing dances and, like, painting their nails. But, like, at least they're not racist. Yeah. So, like, the 
You know, it's just, it's been hard because I've been out as being bi my whole life and I never got backlash until I was out dating a girl. Mm -hmm. And then it was like so many men were offended and it's because my original following is from Dan. Like, it's not all of my following. Him and I, like, kind of started separating and I started building my own platform after he got me to, like, 60,000 followers. But I still have, like, these men from, like, India and from, like, these foreign countries that, you know, being gay is still, like, considered a crime. Yeah. And so, like, they're cool with it as long as it's, like, girl on girl. Right. But something that they'd enjoy watching or something. Yeah, it's yeah. Weird. If it's not something that they want to watch, then they're like, ah, yeah. burn it, you know? What's the, <laughs> what's the craziest DM you've ever gotten? Oh, I started screenshotting mine here I recently. Like I'm gonna like do it on yeah. I'm gonna do it on TikTok Good. and the weird things I see on Hinge. Okay. Yeah, I started screenshotting that too because <laughs> people's Hinge profiles are pretty funny. Oh, but I bet. What, what's the craziest thing you've gotten in the DMs that you've screenshotted or have or whatever? I think so. Like, I don't know. I'm. I think I'm a little desensitized at this point because it's been years. Like right. I, you know, of course, there's like I get offered for threesomes all the time by like you know, women and men, like married couples. Uh, I think what's coming to mind as the worst one would have to be this person that was saying that it's so bad. It's so mean. (laughs) It's like so aggressive, like telling me that they hope that I was raped and had my head cut off to learn like what I'm supposed to be as a woman, AKA straight. Like that one was probably the worst one that I got. And it was like, he wouldn't stop messaging me. And Mm. I just like, it was like, I could scroll through of all these like really horrible things that he was like wishing onto me after I posted that video. But other than that, like I get invited to random shit all the time. I get like invited to people's weddings and like I get invited to prom all the time. I get invited um, to prom, but I said it's such it's just a weird request. It's you know? weird for you because you're an older male. Yeah, I'm a grown man. I can't go to no proms like, with like little girls. Like yeah. it's it's definitely different. And, but isn't that kind of weird that it's it's different? Like we're, we're like the same age. How old are you? Um, I'm 23. Okay, so I'm a li- I'm like two years older than you, but it's still isn't isn't it kind of weird that it's it's okay for a girl to go to like a prom with like a 17 year old guy? But it, I you know I understand I mean? that. I just feel like it's because like. You know, men get marked as predators, yeah. and and I do like since we're on that topic, that's a big topic in the world right now. I do understand that it's not all men; it's not, and I don't think that men should be like deemed as like these horrible beings because I have a lot of amazing male friends that would never do that. But I mean, it is important to talk about the men that do yeah. do that stuff. So it's like I don't want to like take away from those women that have been through. Because I am a woman that's been through stuff like that. But, um, you know, I don't think, you know, not all men is a valid argument. But I do understand why some men would be hurt because there are men that, you know, have sisters. And really, like, I know that y'all have an amazing relationship with your mom. Yeah. So I know that y'all would never. But it's like, it's just so crazy. Yeah. It's crazy it, times right it, now. It really is a crazy time. And I think it's, I think almost because, I, I don't know, I, I think that we're in crazy times because people have so much time. Yes, yeah. they, we don't have time to run and hide from our shit right now. Right. Everything's being pulled out yeah. during quarantine because everybody has, like, so much time on their hands. And speaking of, if you're watching this, you should go to therapy instead of coming to my comment section and being rude to me. <laughs> Tell so, us. So, like, oh, everybody needs therapy right I now. I want to go to therapy. I want to go to therapy, too. Therapy is a really I good thing for therapy. people. Oh, you do, too. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> like, normalize taking care of your mental health instead of coming and telling me I have no ass. Yeah. Like, well, I think why hardest... are you really mad? Let's get to the deeper thing. It's because yeah. you're not going to be able to have sex with me. 
<laughs> because I have no ass, me not having an ass doesn't mean anything. Like, it doesn't cause anything negative in your life. Right. Like, let me live happily with my no ass. Exactly. Like, what does it I just you? don't get it. People are so mean online right now. And oh I'm just like, it's because you're all hurting. And, you know, we're still, I think in our generation, it wasn't really told to us that it was, like, okay to go to therapy and take care of your mental health. Yeah. If anything, yeah. you were kind of told that, like, you had to be, like, mentally ill to go, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. do stuff like that. Or you were weaker. You were kind of like a pussy, yeah. you know? But now I'm, like, I'm glad that this generation is, like, normalizing taking care of your mental health because, like, everybody really needs some extra healing right now. That's true. 100%. This generation is becoming a lot more ballsy and they're being taught because we're we were taught growing up, like, you respect your elders yeah. and what they say goes. And I always challenged that whenever I was younger. Um, and I don't think I'm the right person to, like, read, like lead a, a revolution yeah. <laughs> or some because I still have anxiety. So, yeah. But I never agreed with that. Like, I had teachers that bullied me and, like, you know, would basically tell me, like, your friends are going to go on to the next grade and you're not because you're not very smart, are you? Damn. And then you're not going to get to cheer next year. Like, I, I had a math teacher telling me that in the eighth grade. I had a fucking learning disability. Yeah. I had to go to special ed. Oh, I, I was too. in special ed. Yeah. Oh, we had that person that would come around and watch it. Yeah, love it. Yeah. The little extra time I needed to look up, like, the answers. answers. <laughs> You'd no, be, I'd I got be like, extra I'd be like, time I, on tests. Yeah, I'd be like, uh, can you please help me? I don't know the answer. And she'd be like, okay, this is how you do it. I'm like, I just got passed along. I almost didn't graduate high school. Really? Yeah, that's why I don't think I could ever pass college. Is because uh, I'm about to force much... myself to go back. You're gonna go back. I have no work experience, like no real world work experience, mm-hmm. and I want to work in a spa. Like I want to be off social media in the next two years, unless I'm doing like something incredible with my stuff, which I plan to be. You know, making I dip into something a lot bigger. Uh, I dip is it stands for I dabble in. Just so you know, that's my trademark patented by Leslie. No, literally, um, I did. Yeah, I mean, it's for anyone who dabbles. That's the point. It's like guys buy my stuff more than girls do because I literally have like a smiley face that says tastes better <laughs> and they're like i can get behind that yeah, you know yeah. so um i'm hoping to make that into like a prep school for the gays and where we run around and do sh- like nelk boy style but like a little gayer because um, <laughs> yeah, there's no yeah. like gay lesbians running around like tearing shit up and right. i just feel like there should be like yeah, i just feel like it'd be so fun See, and everybody would want to watch it you because gotta lead that revolution Leslie. i'm leading the gay revolution so <laughs> yeah. hopefully it sounds it sounds like a mission I could handle, but yeah. Hey, good for you. Go go dabble in some. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the name of the show is you know share your scare. So I want to get into some of your scares. I know you've kind of like roughed us in a little bit in the beginning with uh, some crazy stories that you have. So let's let's jump into some. So to be honest, I've lived a very crazy lifestyle. Very, very crazy. I was a stripper for four years. I've dated drug dealers. Every person I've ever dated has sold weed. I just found that out the other really? day. <laughs> Every single person I've ever dated has sold weed except for one Do you guy. Sell weed? I don't who, sell weed. Uh, she's never gonna one guy you. like owned an orphanage. Damn it! That was about it. But yeah, you haven't sold weed. Uh-uh. It's not too late. I know. I mean, I'm not going to incriminate myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's legal now. Yeah, but I don't think the social media guy could just be slinging off this. You know what I mean? But you can I date know. Leslie. I don't know why that's like. It's not the requirement. I think it was just the type of people I was yeah. around. Maybe that's why you have so many scares, though. 
It is. I I grew up in a very small country town, and my parents all worked at a prison. Like my dad worked death row for fifteen years in Texas wow. at Telford. My mom's a criminal psychologist and a drug treatment specialist, and my stepdad is a retired warden. So my parents were very strict. Oh, shit. Wow. And I I'd hate to be caught going out late. Horrible that family. Nope. I snuck out every night. Really? I I got kicked out in the eighth grade, so that's where I started having problems. Was like. I was a, a part of, like, this older group that was so much more, like, popular, but yeah. they were, like, really bad. They were the bad kids of the grade above oh, me. Yeah. And so I was just, like, whatever they wanted to do, I was on board. You know, I was like, okay, yeah, sure, we're doing it. You know? Um, so I just was always a person that lived on the edge. And then I always moved very quickly. I'm very, um, how do you say, um, impulsive. Mm-hmm. Very impulsive. So I'm just going to tell a short story because I have a lot of crazy stories, but they're all too long and we might have to save them for another podcast. But this one in particular, <laughs> I met a boy at a um, at a music festival. and okay. It was my first music festival ever in San Antonio. I literally met him because I was trying to buy Molly. And there was like this house that was – or it was like apartments that were kind of like loft style. And all the doors faced on the outside. And a lot of people had their doors open. It was right across the street from the festival. Okay. So it was after the first day. Me and my friend are, like, running around. We're like, some of these doors are open. Let's just go ask people for drugs. And so we're, like, going up to the door, like, hello, do you know where I can get Molly and blah, blah, blah. And random by, like, people. Yeah, random people. Oh, my they're having Well, they're having, like, parties. Yeah. And it's all open, whatever. It's in San Antonio. And they go hard over there. I still, I'm going back to San Antonio soon. I love it over there. Um so we walk into one house and they're passing out shots. And they're like, actually, we'll know, we know somebody. Um, a little bit later tonight, we're going to have a party on the rooftop. So y'all just come back. I come back. I meet the guy. And he's just like, oh, like, we couldn't find any. But at least y'all are here. We're going to have a party. And I was like, well, this sucks. Yeah. So the next day we end up going back to their house. And we pre-gamed with them before we went to the festival because they were going too. And the guy was there. The, the guy that was supposed to have the drugs, who was the one that I eventually started dating, well, I go with him to the music festival, kind of like leave all my friends. I was like, I'm going to go take care of that situation. <laughs> he ends do. up getting into a fight. He, like, pushes us through the, the front of the crowd. I feel like this should have been a red flag. Automatically gets into a fight with a guy, breaks his nose. They pull us out and kick us out of the whole event. Oh, my God. And it was right before the finale. So I was like, I have no no battery service or anything. He's like, we can just go back to my house and, like, chill out, you know? And so I did um, – I ended up staying with him for two weeks. After that night, my friends literally all drove back. <laughs> wow. Him and I just, like, started dating. And I ended up moving in with him, oh like – After two weeks? About a month later, I moved in with him. Oh, man. And he lied about having a job. He would get dressed and go to work, and he had no job. Let he wasn't going anywhere. He was go hang out with his friends. He Damn. was lying to me. He had no car. He told me that it was in the shop. Until one time he was like, it's not actually in the shop. My friend crashed it, and I didn't want to make him pay for it. Oh. And I was like, okay, well, like, six months later, I found out that it got repossessed because he never paid for it because he didn't have a job this whole time. So I'm, like, paying for this guy's stuff, everything, because his mom was the one paying for it. And I was like, I can handle this, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm a stripper. It's fine. Dude was taking my money from me, lying. He told me one night while I was out of town that he was uh, that he had to go bail his brother out of jail. And that it was, like, $300. And I was like, okay, so I sent it to him. And while I'm dating him, he, like, comes clean to me one night while he's drunk and is like, I just wanted to take my friends out. So he was oh stealing money from me. That's so up. one night, I finally tried to leave him. Long story short, he stalked me, beat me up, and went to jail. Because some people um, 
saw it happening and they called the cops on him. He ran from the cops and, you know, it was like a struggle with the cops and all this stuff. So he ends up going to jail. Nobody calls me whenever he gets out um, and they're supposed to and I still live in the same place. It's only been like about a week or so. Well, he's broken in. As soon as he gets out of jail, his mom came and dropped him off at my house. And I was like, you're so stupid. Dumbest woman ever, I swear. So sweet. She, you know, she couldn't hurt a fly, but Jesus, you know, I get home. He's made a shrine to our relationship. You know, there's like some houses have like a built in like cutout hole in the wall. And you can put like pictures there. He's there was no paper in the house. So I guess he took some cardboard and like wrote me a a love letter, which is horribly misspelled. This guy had the worst grammar ever. It pissed me off. Had to teach him words all the time. (laughs) So he's, like, writing me a love letter that's horribly misspelled, all the grammatical errors. I'm, like, literally having the hardest time reading this. He's gone across the street and picked me flowers. He used to call me, like, a sunflower. I don't even know why this – I think that's the dumbest flower ever. It's not not my favorite. Um, I like roses, so I don't know why that was, like, the nickname. But he's picked them, and you know how you pick flowers and put them in water? Yeah. He put them in dirt. Like a vase of dirt. Yeah, oh it was God, a cup. He used my cup, not even a vase. We didn't even have a vase. So oh he's like man. taken my cup outside, scooped up some dirt, picked a flower, and stuck it oh in there like it's going to grow. He's the dumbest guy I've ever dated. <laughs> <laughs> With our like festival bracelets there, a spoon, and each thing that's like sitting there is like a part of this letter. He was like, this is the first silverware that we bought for our relationship. And I'm just sitting there like, this dude's going to come out and kill me. And I'm sitting here reading this. Oh my he was God. hiding in my bathroom behind no the door. And I, I like, am on the phone with my friend. I was like, I guess he's not here. I guess he just broke in and left this here. And I go to pee and I open up the door and he's just like there. So what, like, what happened? I just told him. I was like, what the f-? Did you scream? No. I, at like, this point, I was myself in that moment no i just thought he was so stupid so i wasn't even scared at this point Mm -hmm. i was just like really you realize you're gonna go straight back to jail now right like you're breaking your like all these laws right now you just got like out of jail and this is the first place you come and you think i'm not gonna call on you so there was like this police officer that like lived in our building that came and did welfare checks on me all the time Uh And I basically just had to be like, Oliver, he's here. He came straight back here. There was no, like, fight or anything like that. But he was just really creepy. He was a creepy dude. Like, um, just to add to the scare, he was, like, psychologically f***ed up. Really? He was driving my car one time after picking me up from work at the strip club where I'm paying both of our bills. Oh, man. And some guy said bye to me as I'm leaving. Like, there's regulars and stuff. He's just like, bye, Jordan. That was my stripper name. Bye. Jordan? Yeah, oh. it's, my, it's my sister's name. <laughs> She's religious. <laughs> religious sister's identity (laughs) to be a stripper all the other good names were taken so but there's generators for like stripper names there's a a website yeah but but you know a lot of strip clubs won't let you choose like cinnamon like they won't let you name yourself after a car or food really yeah because it's like they want a certain look towards these men but to finish that one story we'll go into the stripper details i have a lot of insight to give on strip clubs it's it's fun but um we're driving down the road, and he's, like, mad, and he's talking like I'm not in the car, and he's drawing crosses on my windshield going, God, forgive me for what I'm about to do. And he's talking about throwing us off the interstate. Oh, my Like, God. wrecking us off of the highway. We're on a bridge on the highway, like, up in the air, and I'm just like, damn, this is really how I'm about to die. Like, Wait, <laughs> like, so, like, how did, like wait, how, did, how did you stop that from happening? 
I mean, we just argued the whole way home. He wasn't actually going to do oh, it. Oh, God. You know? I just tell him I, I, I'm i a very straight-up, very blunt person. Whenever somebody gets really dramatic like that, I don't cry. I don't get scared. I think I'm more of, like, puzzled. Like, why are you being so sus for? How did you... Sus. <laughs> hey, shout out sus. <laughs> How did you get out of the relationship eventually? He went back to jail. <laughs> and I moved. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he he never went and, like, paid his bail bonds and stuff. But, um, yeah, just with the help of good old Texas oh, wow. uh, police department, yeah. and with, <laughs> I dipped out. And with There you, might be some good in the jail system. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I think being, just that. With you with, that, with the social status that you have now, has he tried to, like, reach out to oh, you? Oh, yeah. He makes, like, fake accounts all the time and would be like, it's me. Oh, my God. I oh. miss you. I'm so sorry for everything I did. And I'm just like... I could forgive him, but I I know that he's the type of person that as soon as I reach out and I'm like, you know what? All is forgiven. The past is in the past. He's going to try to leech back onto my life. And that's something that I don't want to do. Like, I've had one other person in my life really fuck me over on social media. Like, took a very personal story of mine and blasted it on on the internet. And it was like a huge story. Mm -hmm. And I tried to recently forgive him. And then he came back into my life and just like leached back onto things and I had to like remove him again like he's the type of person that I will have to forcibly remove I can't just like forgive him and then like go our separate ways it would be like I forgive him and then he's gonna tell everybody that we're best friends and probably show our text messages Mm. and stuff like that so it's just somebody that like he honestly doesn't deserve to be forgiven right now because he's still that that type of person. Right. And I know so because my friends still run into him like my best friend lives in San Antonio and um and she uh has run into him because she actually f***ed him. That's how I met her. Uh, he cheated on me with her. Good story. She's my best friend now. Oh, my God. Yeah, he was just telling her that was just some girl that liked to paint for him because my paintings were in the house that I was living in. Oh my God. He was like, yeah, this girl just comes in and paints for me. Like, what? Wow. You got yeah. some stories, girl. I do. Yeah, that is crazy. I don't even know how, like, that even actually happens. Like... I don't know. It just unfolded so quickly. Where like uh, the main thing is he was on steroids and had a cocaine and drinking problem. So there's that. Wow. I don't think I've ever dated somebody that didn't have some kind of like problem. So like, do you think maybe issue. that you're like you think maybe deep down you're maybe a problem solver and that's why you date these guys? I think I just I think I just um, thank you for the inclusivity. <laughs> of course. Good job. I think I'm somebody that I've had a lot of obstacles in my life, and so I don't want to judge somebody if they have a couple obstacles. I'm going to judge you by the work that you put in instead of being like, oh, like, you've been to jail. That's a red flag. I'm going to leave. Instead, I'm like, well, you're out now. (laughs) You're doing so good. So far, you're not back in there. So at least you got out. At least you didn't you didn't have like a, a life sentence. So yeah. you know? <laughs> That's just where my brain goes. And now I'm incredibly picky with my energy. That's what I think I've learned the most in quarantine is being like, okay, like my energy is very valuable and what I have to give to somebody else is very valuable. And so I can't just throw that away on like a trash person mm-hmm. that doesn't have a job. Now I'm gonna be like, Can you show me where you work so that you can't lie to me? Yeah, show me your bed frame. Let me see that there's yes. an actual bed frame there. Yes, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> I saw a TikTok that was like uh it shows what kind of person you are based on your bed frame. And I just got a really I don't nice have bed frame. One. <laughs> my but mine's like 
my bed frame is I have windows that go all across uh, my wall. So and then I have satiny bed sheets. My whole house is a vibe. It's a whole art piece. Yeah, this kid just got UGG bed sheets and he's living by it. Oh my god! Why are you so amazing, bougie? amazing. Do you have you to show me later? Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I bought a bed. Tell me all that home decor. I bought a bed that moves. Why? Because it's the best sleep. Yeah. Does it? You know, does it, it like, counteract whatever yes. you're. Yes, you don't, you like, don't need you... you don't you know sleeping flat is actually really bad for you and your back and 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 when you get in this bed it goes it goes a zero gravity mode that kind of goes like this yeah you can so never go back sleep in a V it's so it's like amazing a, it's like a, it sounds w. crazy I kind of did that last night there was a lot of pillows up behind me so like unintentionally got Did you feel better sleep I mean. I don't know. I smoke a lot of weed, so I feel like doesn't weed like keep you from getting to REM sleep? Yeah, uh, I haven't. I, had, think, I haven't had a dream in months. I have dreams. I don't I, have any dreams. I have very vivid <laughs> dreams. I've always had vivid dreams. I sleepwalk. I talk in my sleep to the point that my family had to go get me like tested. You sleep. You talk in your sleep. Uh, oh, we're not going to work. I'm sorry. I can't. It's not every night, so I'm not like super. That creepy. scares me. That would scare me if I'm sleeping and I hear you talking. That would terrify me. I'm sorry. And if you walk, too? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm, it's honestly, I don't get up and casually no walk around. I run. I, <laughs> I, <laughs> That's even scarier. Imagine waking up. I get up, so wait, wait, scared. Wait wait, 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 wait. Imagine waking up, you need to go get a glass of water. It's four in the morning, and you see Leslie just running down the fucking hall at you. Oh, hell no. I'm out. No, my thing is, is I have, like, nightmares, and I live alone right now in a very scary neighborhood where my neighbors have openly discussed that they don't like me by putting those windows, like the signs up in their windows that say yuppie trash and gentrification is colonization. Also, I have a video of them throwing a firework on my front porch. So they don't want us there. And I will have, I'll like wake up and you know how you think a pile of clothes um, is like a person or something? Yeah. That is what happens to me. Oh I shoot out of bed and be like, Who's this little Mexican man breaking into my house? <laughs> like, because that's who I thought it was um, a couple weeks ago, and I was like, "Oh damn!" Like, I've actually gotten out of bed and like ran. Like, I was terrified. And then you were like, "It's just my brown puffer jacket." I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> sh- my bad." Like, I'll, I'll like just walk back to bed. Frustrating. <laughs> I thought crazy. something was happening. Yeah, it's always that I think somebody's in my house. And so I think it's probably because that dude broke in. Do you have a weapon? <laughs> um, I I know where the knives are. Um, I keep a knife in my bedside table. I've thought about because there's like a railing in my house because it's a it's a loft. There's a, a rail right next to my bed. I've thought about setting up a gun <laughs> right there that points towards the front door because it's like this. Like I'm on like, a string? That would be cool. No, like like a gun. Like, like actually, an automatic gun that just like goes a, off and walks in. Like a, this type of gun. <laughs> Already like sat up on a thing. I feel like that would be cool and it would kind of go with the aesthetic of my house. Wow. It's like, but, but if someone already breaks in, they're already past the front door, so that gun's going to be useless. Yeah, that's true. I didn't think about that. <laughs> They'd have to get up the stairs. They'd have to know the layout of my house. Oh, yeah. I have cameras. Yeah, that's important. Um, I do need more weapons, though. I've had a peeping Tom in L.A. What? That sucked. I've had, a, I've had to put some restraining orders out on people. Started with... I, so, first of all, I've had a creepy, creepy type of neighbor, uh-huh. male figure, at every single place I've ever lived. Oh my. So, started with the man that lived across from my childhood house that would ask to spray tan me all the time. Like hand spray tan. It started whenever I was like fourteen. Damn. Because I was a pageant girl and he would I would be like in the yard and he would come up to me like, Hey, you can come use my pool whenever you want. That's freaky. My my pool is clean right now. You can come use my pool. And then like 
I, I think whenever my, my parents finally recognized it was a problem is that he came up to me at a gas station and, like, asked for my phone number. And I was oh, 16. Okay. And I was like, I've been telling y'all this man has been trying to spray tan me for years. Then I had crazy boyfriend in San Antonio break in. And then I had a neighbor that I met at the mailboxes. And he – I had a friend over one time. Thankfully, I had, like, a, a guy friend mm. over. We're just, like, chilling in my kitchen and I had a long hallway. He just, like, walked all the way in. I was just like, hey, what are y'all doing? And I was like, you're in my house. That's so <laughs> like, weird. that's weird. Like, you can't be in here. Yeah. And um, he actually um, met my best friend a couple months ago and was telling her all kinds of crazy shit. Like, like, acted like he didn't know her, was hanging out with her alone because they met through, like, mutual friends. And then midway through them hanging out, they're just, like, grabbing tacos and drinks. All of a sudden, he starts talking about me and starts talking about personal details in her life. Being like, like, she was like, I thought that he didn't know me. And then all of a sudden he knew me because she does TikTok too. And we're like known for being best friends, especially in San Antonio. Like, so people bother her about me and Dan all the time. So weird. Um, And he started like trying to say that like he had had sex with me and all kinds of stuff. So I had to message him and he's like threatening me being like, my best friend's aunt works with Akon and I was like, yeah, Akon's gonna take the time to go out of his busy way to expose me online for what? Right. For what? What are they gonna do? Like, it's just. It's I, just I will so weird. say, like, you know, people do say girls are crazy, but I think guys are crazy. Men don't of, like, get labeled as crazy enough. Yeah, there's yeah, a lot of sure. weirdos out there because I've heard some really strange stories from girls that it's just like, what the. F- that really happens like that's scary well it's just women like if you if you look at society women are la- like are labeled as being like crazy and they overreact and i understand mm-hmm. that like i've dated women too and they can be psycho but so can men yeah. men are scarier whenever they're like psychologically f-ed up like homeboy that was trying to kill me driving down the road yeah. i was just sitting there like what kind of sh- did i get myself into this is like creepy and because they're y'all can overpower us so much yeah. easier but i just feel like it's not talked about enough. There are some crazy dudes out there. And For like, sure. um, so then um, I ended up just having, I blocked him. He texted me from another phone. I texted that back, blocked it again. He texted me from another phone. I'm like, how many phones does this guy have? Absolutely crazy. Um, I feel like I should file a report. I haven't yet. It's been a while, but I definitely should because dude was a psychopath. Um, then um, I fast forward, I'm living in Santa Monica and I didn't know that apartments could come without air conditioning because I am from Texas and my last roommate Wait, was can? from Miami. Oh, but maybe in Santa Monica because it's so cold. It's uh, like always it's cool. It's not right cold, but like it was a cheaper apartment and a lot How of. How much was a cheaper apartment in Santa Monica? I'm just curious. Well, I mean, it was like 2,600, two bedroom, two bath. Yeah, I mean, no AC. No AC. Yeah. For that much. Not, well, and the thing is that it said it on the thing, and then we moved in and there was no AC. We could have gotten cheaper rent, but I mean, so we would keep the door open all the time, the front uh, door, and mm. there was a staircase right across right across from there my old roommate she just had this bust down body and would like never wear clothes like she's always in these tiny little crop tops and shorts and i would be like bro you got to put some clothes on because i keep seeing this dude walk by and then i would catch him being on that staircase just like (laughs) no no way way. can we see her in that shot he would would crouch down and be like 
And I would be like up in the house, like, I see you, fucking weirdo. <laughs> what? Yeah. And then, so I'm getting dressed one day, and I was so scared because I've never had an apartment be on like ground level. And mm-hmm. this was second floor, but there was a window that you could walk past. And it was massive windows. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, you could easily break into that. Yeah. So I put my bed frame up against my window, but it had those blinds that go straight down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So sometimes those blinds would catch and would be open. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I was like, I would look out it, and like, if there was a crack, either during the day I could see straight out it, or at night there was a light right there, so I could always see something right. out of it. Well, I'm looking one day, and it was black, and I like kind of tilted my head and like squinted at it because there was only this much light and like kind of a round top, and I was like, oh my god, somebody's fucking watching me. Oh it was that god. little bald man next door. No, way. and so I run out like I was naked. I, like, just changed, put on my robe, and was taking off my makeup at the end of my bed. And I run out after him, and he's running down the stairs. And it's this huge, bald man. And so I call the cops, and I sit outside of his front door with my taser and was just like... Oh, my God. You know, his daughter came out. And I was like, so where's your dad? How old was his daughter? She was, like, my age. Like, 20-something. She was going to work. And I was just like, do you have a man that lives here that's, like, about yay tall, Hispanic, bald? And she was just like... I mean, my dad, but he's at work. And I was like, when does he get off work? And she was just like, I don't know. And I was like, he's just watching me through my window. I'm going to just break it to you right now. Because, like, somebody. She was like, no. And I was like, okay, well, the cops are coming anyway. So I was just so mad. I felt like maybe I shouldn't have said that to her. Like, that's like finding out Santa Claus isn't real. Let her know, though. You know, it's like if her dad's a weirdo, she deserves to know. Yeah. So there was that. Um, Now it's just like I live on a pretty rough street, and this gang has taken a liking to me. And so anytime I drive up and down the street, they, like, run out in the street and try to stop me and talk to me. That's scary. And so I just try to wave and drive as fast as possible. I'm like, oh, sorry. <laughs> like, they ran up to me with whippets the other day in, like, balloons. And I was like, I'm good. <laughs> That's crazy. What, yeah. What kind of, what, I, mean, I don't know if you could say I don't what, know what kind of whippets it was. No, that gang. What, I was asking? <laughs> what, what gang I was, was like, it? I don't know. There's different kind of whippets. I don't even know that. I don't even know, I don't I don't even know, know what, what a whippet is. is. <laughs> I think they're called like the Diamond Gang because one of them follows me on Instagram. He like made me get his Instagram and he only Wait, posts. Wait, the Diamond Gang? I think so. The guy that drive, dropped your Starbucks off is called the Diamond. Wait, no, really? Yeah, his name was Diamond. Mm. Well, this is taking. Uh, it was just my homies twist. bringing me my matcha. <laughs> hey, well, at least you have like protection now. If like say that one dude were to like come check you out, you could be like, hey, I, I told him I was a lesbian. <laughs> I was like, I'm so gay. No, no man for me because I'm so scared. They keep inviting me out. And I'm like, wow. I don't want to. I don't want I'm so scared. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. Well, it seems like uh, you have a pretty, very interesting life. And I wish we could tell more of it, but this podcast is going to go on forever. If we <laughs> yeah, I'm so sorry. That, I could talk all day no, long. No, no. It's definitely interesting. And I want to just say, if there's any creepy dudes listening to this right now, stop being so creepy. Because, like, yeah. these stories right here are, like, terrifying. Like, I almost don't want to have a daughter just because of stories like this. Just don't. Yeah. Just have... If I, can, if I can figure out a way to not, I will. But <laughs> I don't know if you can choose that it's, kind of stuff. It's scary. That's terrifying. It's hard not live. I'm still switching between hey, do your white thing. paw and matcha. Do your thing. Where, where can the people find you if they don't know who you are right now, Leslie? Leslie Hannibal. Check on her Instagram. out. Honestly, just check out Brennan's page. I'm going to make him Please. post me on a story or something. <laughs> 
please check me out. We, we can use it at Brennan. <laughs> Anyways, uh, thank you for coming on here and sharing some of your stories. I know some of them might have been a little bit personal, but thanks for getting into yeah. it with us. Yeah. It means a lot. We hope uh, that gang leaves you alone. Or maybe they take care of me. Or maybe they take care of you. Yeah. Um, They're my people, you know? Uh, you know, careful who you claim. That's all I'm <laughs> Anyways, guys, that's it for the Sus Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Go leave us five stars on iTunes and uh, let us know what you guys want us to talk about and who you want to have on on the podcast in the reviews. And we will be taking your guys' suggestions and giving you guys shout-outs. So until next time, we love you so much, and we will see you guys later. Thanks for listening to Sus. Share your scare. Make sure to subscribe and check back every Wednesday for new episodes. And don't forget to tell your friends. Follow all of our social media links at shareyourscare.com. We're going to be doing tons of giveaways, but only for our most active fans. If you have a scare of your own that you want to share, leave us a voicemail. Our number is 626-275-8695. Or if you just want to shoot us an email, our email is shareyourscarepod at gmail.com. And that's spelled with a U-R. Until next Wednesday, stay sus. Stay sus.